Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Improv Network podcast. This is a series of conversations aimed at building stronger connections throughout the improv community. I'm James Quesada. And I'm Bob Wick. And we are your education team for the Improv Network. Uh, please go to theimprovnetwork.org. Check out all the resources that are there. There's blogs and interviews and an Improv FAQ tab where you can find these conversations uh, archived as well as uh, mini lectures from yours truly on improv topics as well. Um, if you're watching right now, you're watching either on the Facebook page or group for the Improv Network, or you're watching on the Improv FAQ YouTube channel. Uh, those are both great places to catch the live stream or peruse through uh, all the videos we've streamed in the past. And you can also find us as a podcast, an audio-only pod podcast, uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts. So uh, be sure to subscribe. Yeah, yeah. Do listen, all the good listen. stuff. Like, comment. You know how Make it is. We, you're, you're watching the live stream and you're like, you're like, oh, you get so absorbed in it. And then you're like, oh, shoot, I just started thinking about these improv things and I missed it. And it's like, well, you know, right. what are you going to do? You're going to go to the podcast and re-listen <laughs> listen to every episode twice that's how we recommend yeah taking this in <laughs> sometimes i listen to take my own advice so it, it works <laughs> fair yeah I, i'm like man i've got some good things to say <laughs> yeah let me, oh. let me hear some of that back <laughs> <laughs> uh true story nally's been listening to the old podcast and every once in a while she's like oh this is something you said like i have no recollection but i, I agree with myself i agree with myself history i don't want to get too, too far on a tangent with this because and actually it's going to be relevant to um uh our topic with our guest but they're mm -hmm. definitely like in the chasm of the pandemic um there's been all sorts of things that i've like uh at a time by the way not doing improv <laughs> mm -hmm. rattling off all this like theory and philosophy and stuff and uh like my, my opinions have like changed and developed and i've like i don't know we've gone in the weeds on things that i'm like i feel like i'm in a whole new era of what i think about improv i don't remember what oh, i used right. to think oh <laughs> uh, you're like that you're like that friend of uh isaac's you're an old i just want to be a whole new james <laughs> yeah 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 i'm ready to be a whole new me so um let's uh let's start with a fresh james and a fresh bob with a fresh guest. Um, we have uh, a good friend of ours, originally uh, made his made the rounds uh, in the Chicago improv scene before landing in Detroit, um, where we have had the pleasure of uh, knowing and playing shows with him. Uh, he's a teacher, a coach. Uh, he's a founding member of the AWOL uh, improv company out in the Detroit area. Please welcome our good friend, Tom Novick. Yeah. Hey everybody! Welcome, Tom. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Good to see Good, you, man. How sir. are you? Good. Good. <laughs> Good. Cool. Uh, <laughs> thank you for having me. Yeah, we're excited to talk about the uh, with you, and also, uh, like I was saying, that the 
the nuggets of wisdom that sometimes get lost into the ether or that influence you uh, in ways that, um, yeah, we don't always stop and appreciate. We're talking on this episode about what we call aha moments, uh, epiphanies and improv. Uh, I'm sure, I'm sure that term exists for every anything else. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just aha moments where uh, something really clicks with you, um, and we're also mixing in, you know, some go-to teaching things. Um, things that you, you learned or realized along the way in your improv career that like when you, whenever you get the chance, you pass on to people who are coming up in the next round. Um, so yeah, I don't know, Tom, what's uh, what's top of your list for that kind of stuff. Um, I sort of like when I sat down to like, think about this, I, I sort of thought about where I started. Um, we went to a free improv show at uh, IO at midnight one night and I had never seen improv uh, other than whose line is it anyway, but didn't know that like you could see this live, there was clubs, like all this. So we went and I was like, I got to do that. I have to do that. Um, so I signed up for the next term at IO and my very first class, my teacher uh, wasn't, was unavailable to join. And uh, so Sharna hopped in and substituted our class. Oh, and wow. so um, wow. I was like, I'm just going to throw myself into this. I'm going to go into it. I'm going to hop in. And very, we just rolled into long form, hopped up on stage. Uh, I was in a scene with another guy from my class and the suggestion was like zoo. And so I had knelt down and I said to him, I was like, you know, did you just hit my kid? And he looked me dead in the eye and just went like this. <laughs> and I, and I, literally, I, and I, and I was like, excuse me. I was like, I'm talking to you. I was like, you know, did you just hit my kid? And he was, he just looked me dead in the eye. and was just like, and, and so I I looked, I looked over at, I looked over at Charna and I said, I don't know what to do. I was like, he's like being a lizard. And I like, I, I don't know, like, I don't know how to do this. And so <laughs> I was so embarrassed. I got on the, tra I got on the train after that class and I, I called my folks and I was like, I can't do this. Like I, I, this is not for me. Um, but you know, they talked me into powering through and just going for it. And so returned after that and, uh, you know, obviously learned what the hell was going on. But like, uh, you know, after you've been at this for a minute, I think it's important to just revisit stuff like everybody starts somewhere. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you're going to look stupid in a lot of this. Like, I still look stupid to this day uh, and, you know, in a lot of opportunities. So it's one of those things where you sort of have to revisit those basics of like you, you have to like don't be afraid to fly. Don't be afraid to like throw yourself out there and, and do those sort of things. Yeah. So like we talked about before, I'm, I'm teaching intro one now and uh, it's sort of like, all that's like rushing back to me, like all those moments from that first class and everyone's like, this is weird. Or like, you know, I don't know about this. And it's like, okay, well, hang on. Like, you know, it's not going to be perfect right out of the gate. So that's just yeah. always a nugget that I've taken away that it's never going to be perfect. We can always overthink it. We can always pick everything apart, but you know, all you gotta do is try and just throw yourself into it. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. I think the faster you become comfortable with knowing that uh, that you can look dumb, the easier it becomes. Mm -hmm. I, uh, yeah, because those moments aren't gonna go away, and it's learning how to celebrate them. I guess it's it's the trick. Because uh, yep. I love it. I love it when I make a, a big floppy 
sloppy. I don't know what the, like this moment right now is an example. Uh, <laughs> and I just love it. it goes, yeah, big floppy. When I, when I, guys, when I make a big floppy sloppy, <laughs> I celebrate and it gets, you know, everybody feels better. <laughs> yeah. I, I think um, in that story, also reminds me or just the idea that I, you know, I said um, to be comfortable not knowing what's going on or, or, you know, you're, you're looking to Sharna being like, I'm not, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do. And in one way, there are things that you can do or that you can focus on, but in the broadest sense, there's nothing that you're supposed to be doing. Right. Like, yeah. I think that that is, I, I sort of similar to that. And I think I've told this story on, on the show before, but like um, Ryan Parmenter, who is one of the funniest people I know. Um, uh, I, I, I was playing some shows with him when I was early on and I was like, so geeked to be doing it because I, again, I just thought he was so funny. And so I was always really jazzed to get uh, in a scene with him. And um, he made an edit one time uh, out of a scene and uh, you know, whatever the context was, he like he like took someone to a menu and was pointing at something, and it wasn't clear to me like like what he was doing. It was a tag out, and then uh, it was my character. Uh, he he took me to, and was just like, oh yeah, you want something off the menu or whatever, and I, and I was like lost. I didn't know what to do as that character, what he wanted from me. And after the show, I was I was like, hey, I, I just just out of curiosity, like, um, what did you have in mind when you did that that uh, edit? Um, and he was like, oh, I, I thought that there just needed to be an edit and I figured I would take us somewhere else. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I was like, that sounds like Ryan. Like, I just, it's what it is. <laughs> and that, I mean, that was an epiphany for me of, of like, oh, uh, uh, even like really smart players don't always have like some master plan behind what they're doing. And you can, you can just operate on the, on the assumption that like, even if they have an intention, you know, um, fine, but you don't have to pick up on it and they, they might not have one like any, you know, yeah. that's no, okay too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think <laughs> my first like big, like aha moment, it was the same note over and over again by Jenny Hagel. Uh, as, as like, uh, someone who was starting long form, I always had the tendency to to try to put up roadblocks or you know just little little you know pushback or you know not exactly a denial, but mm -hmm. it'd always be like you know introducing too much reality into the scene too fast or you know just just you know pushing back when I, when it didn't necessarily have um, have to happen. And sure. she would always go, uh, uh, "Oh God, what would she say?" Uh, or and then I, I just. Uh, or, or yes yes and and yes the, this yes we can take the hoverboards to work and yeah. we don't have to worry about gassing them up or whatever thing i i any, any obstacle i was sticking in there or she just kept on doing it to me uh i just kept on doing it and like or... and then then there was a conversation i just had with her like we were on break and like you know but what about conflict and she's like it'll happen you don't have to you forcing it you know putting all the roadblocks at the beginning of the scene just slows down like the like where your your start you're not yeah. even at full stride yet you have to get there and you'll discover it like uh you're yeah, right and I think I think you know even sometimes with some of our you know initiations it's very easy to 
roll into something and, you know, you don't realize you're talking for a whole minute. Like there, there've been sets that, you know, pointless with Nuvera and I, where I'm like, you know, we're, you know, we grew up together and we were supposed to do this and we were supposed to, you know, live on the same street and blah, blah, blah. And we worked together and blah, blah, blah. And so I was just like going and going. And then uh, she just looked at me and she said, well, it looks like you've got everything figured out. And so <laughs> that was like the scene. So it was just cut after that. Cause it was like, I was just like going off the rails. And so it was like, it was one of those like perfect moments. Like, yeah, it's like a, it's a no, no, but it was like, you know, shut down at an appropriate time. <laughs> but yeah. That's great. That's because there's like two things in there that, that I think are really big takeaways is, is one. Yeah. It's the idea of like, bring a brick, not a cathedral, right? Mm -hmm. uh, bring one piece, not the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but then also, uh, you know, you front loaded a, a scene like that and Nuver, who you play with uh, regularly and have great chemistry with, um, then then responded to it in a way that was just like honest and, and you know, uh, winked at the front loading of the scene. Oh, yeah. And that's that's playful and made it work, right? That's oh, like, yeah. It's not, it's yeah. not, it's, I, I, it's probably, it was probably a big laugh moment. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that she, oh, didn't, yeah. she didn't go, well, well, it looks like you have everything figured out. And the audience was like, boo. <laughs> no, they loved it. They loved yeah. it. They, even though they, they weren't picking apart the improv scene, they weren't analyzing it. They were just like, oh, wow, that was, you know, they were, that was great. And, um, yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah, I think, um, you know, another thing that, that I was thinking about was, um, you know, it's very easy to overthink a lot of opportunities and a lot of things that you do. And I just, I, I constantly have to tell myself like, you're ready. You're ready now. Like every time I've been asked to do anything, I, my first response is, are you sure? Like when I got the call and it was like, Hey, you know, you want to start teaching? I don't know. Are you sure? You, you know, you think I'm ready? Like, or like, you know, when, uh, you know, when you put together a six chamber roulette, and asked us to be a part of that show. And I was like, you know, are we ready to do a mono scene in like front of people? And it's like, yeah, why not? And so it's like all these other people believe in you. And it's like, all you have to do is like believe in yourself for two minutes. So it's like, I feel like a lot of opportunities that I've been given, I'm like, I don't know. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, yeah, I'm sure. I'm calling you. <laughs> I'm like, can't someone else do it? And they're like, no, we want you to do it. And I was like, I guess. <laughs> oh, here we go. But it always works out. I yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's akin to like something PJ had to teach me. Like when I first started doing uh, showdowns, uh, just take the compliment and thank people who, who compliment you because that's all, you yeah. know, they're trying to do something nice for you rather than, uh, hey, man, great show, Bob. Well, actually, in scene three, I thought it was establishing this, but yeah. so and so didn't realize this. And honestly, I probably should have cut on. And here's what other mistakes I made. Mm -hmm. audience member who enjoyed the show and now i'm just <laughs> shitting on the thing they enjoyed uh i know i've, or... I've had that exact i've had that exact conversation with him and that um that was the same feedback that i got and it was like it was very helpful because like sometimes you get off stage and like i felt obligated to like hang out with these people and i'm like so where are you from you know what do you what do you <laughs> blah, blah, blah. i'm like i'm like get out of here get out of here now you're hanging yeah. out now you're hanging out yeah yeah. yeah, I feel like he's had that conversation with almost every cast member. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, yeah, I've had that conversation too. Yeah, but those kind of go hand in hand, right? Is is like uh, yeah. it's um, I don't know what, what it is. It's it's like it's the it's definitely confidence or like security. Uh, but it's also like 
um, kind of reducing the big deal of it, right? Is that like, don't put so, don't, don't put so much pressure on like mm -hmm. a compliment or an opportunity, you know, just sort of like breathe and do yeah. it or, or, or say thanks or like whatever it is. It's, it, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's <laughs> a, for what they are, except yeah. both of them for what they are. Like someone, someone believes in you. You should like, you should love that. Why, why crap on that moment? Yeah. yeah. Or it's like, I just am imagining like, like if you get a, if you get a compliment and you're like, you're like, Oh my God, did you think so? Like, so much. <laughs> like, uh, like that, that's also not good. Or, or if somebody gives you an opportunity and you're like, you're like, yes, I am ready and I'm going to do it. And like, ah, this is so amazing. Thank you so much. It's, it's like, you don't want to like, you don't want to, you want to find that sweet spot where it's like, you can appreciate right. it, but without blowing it out of proportion. <laughs> Yeah. No, of course. Um, I remember when I started hanging around the aunt, uh, Jamin, I was talking to Jamin and he, um, he mentioned to me, he's like, you know, you can always impress your family and friends. Like, you know, you've had family and friends at shows and like, Oh my God, you were so great. Or, Oh, like, you know, I loved you up there. Um, but it's so much more impressive to like impress a stranger, like to get a, a, a stranger to like someone you've never met, you didn't talk to them before the show and they come up to you and they're like, Hey, you know, I really enjoyed that. Um, and that was those moments where I was just like, thank you so much. I'm going to walk away now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm shutting this down right now. I really, I really appreciate that, but I'm, uh, I have to go now. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great response. Uh, I really appreciate that. And I have to go. <laughs> this, this is a beautiful moment. I would like to walk away before I ruin it. Uh, I thank you. <laughs> I will, I will completely ruin this perfect thing. Yep. And this is going to fuel me on my way home. <laughs> you yeah. didn't realize when we started talking how socially awkward I am. Uh, and I'm not going to not gonna show that to you. So have a good day. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is a good add-on to uh, our, our topic, our thread here. Um, we have a viewer that asks, uh, hey, everybody, what's your take on imposter syndrome in improv? Have you ever had an aha moment regarding this topic? I hear a lot of folks talking about this phenomenon. And so, uh, yeah, the, the idea of imposter syndrome is just like feeling like you're out of place or uh, don't belong and constantly just being like feeling that you're going to get found out for not being ready or qualified or deserving of being where you are. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. a good question. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know, Tom, uh, any immediate thoughts on it? Yeah. Um, I, I think that I think that everybody deals with this in some form or some capacity, um, you know, throughout their career, uh, you know, whether it's improv, whether it's work, whether, you know, a lot of things. Um, I uh, was just talking about this over the weekend with someone and, uh, you know, we were we were sort of diving into a, a couple different things, uh, one of which being um, with with imposter syndrome, you have to. Um, Sorry, I'm losing my train of thought. You, you um, <laughs> bail out, bail out. <laughs> oh, hell. I gotta, oh, oh man, I go on, make a sloppy sloppy. Um, man. <laughs> no, I, um, I, I think that it's important that with imposter syndrome, we spend we spend a lot of time overthinking our choices on stage, overthinking our interactions with people. Over, you know, we we overthink so many things, and like improv is also for you, like. You have to take care of yourself in this. So a lot of it's like, yes, you know, you're putting on a show for an audience, but yes, like you should be enjoying yourself and you should be having fun. 
So I think my aha moment was after so many sets and so much time on stage, I just, I reached a point where, you know, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to have fun out there. And I, you know, I'm, I'm going to do this one for me, like not, not being like, you know, selfish or like pushing agendas, but I, I think it's more of a, um, you know, I'm just hanging out with my friends and people just happen to be here hanging out and paying to see it. So it's one of those things like you sort of need to just re refocus on what, what this means to you. So I, I, but I, I completely agree that everyone is exposed to it in some capacity, but after, after you've been doing it a while, you're almost to a point where it's like, yeah, so what? <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, you do kind of like embrace or like you just accept the fact, you know, it's, it's, there's always some degree of, of it, of it happening, but uh, I guess you get, you just kind of get like used to it or, or setting it aside. And just uh, for me, I, I feel like knowing, I've heard enough people talk about it that like knowing that just about everybody is going through it is like, Oh, cool. Well then it's, then it's all normal. I don't have to worry about it, you know? Um, and, uh, I, yeah, I, 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 I think that, uh, I'm losing my train of thought. (laughs) Literally. We're all all playing politicians today. Here's the thing about syndromes. All right. No, but I think the longer you, the more, I mean, let me say this, the more stage time you have, the the more evidence you have that you do belong. Mm. You know, it's, it's something I tell my students all the time, like taking classes is a great way to learn. Uh, Watching this or, or reading is a great way to learn, but getting on stage is just as important. You're learning art, right? Mm -hmm. And the more evidence you have that you belong on that stage, the more confident you become, become, and then when you have that those judgment moments, like oh, I just did a, a like some brilliant improvisers might say a floppy sloppy happens. Uh, you can say <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but what about the 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 other fifty eight minutes where I was, you know, doing my job or doing art or you know crushing whatever um, that you know that that's evidence that that I do belong here, and we, that should be respected and 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 taken into account. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a very, I think, um, remembering what my uh, train of thought was, is that it's like a personal thing, right? Like, um, yeah. I think that's what's really particularly tough about improv or, um, I guess, a lot of like art forms um, is the, the, the way to do it best is brings a lot of just like you and your identity to it. Right. So I, I imagine that for a lot of people, a big factor is comparison and peer uh, relativity, right. Of, of like, Oh, well, like I'm playing with these people and they do that. And it's, you know, it can, and just like, well, they're so good at this. Uh, but I, I don't do that. Like I can't do that. Um, but it's like, well, you don't have to do what other people do the way that they do it. In fact, you shouldn't try to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you should just, really just chip away, get out of your own way and bring your, as much of yourself to it, which can be really like vulnerable and, and kind of scary. And that, that's really like the best way to, I don't know, uh, well, remove that. Just to piggyback off what, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, just to piggyback on what you said, like, I think that's also akin to, I'm not saying that that's what you were doing, James, but I've seen, and I've done it myself. Like, uh, like the, the, the really negative peer comparison, like, Oh, I started classes with this guy. And he got this opportunity before I did. 
and yeah. maybe I don't belong here. I'm like, no, that's not how opportunities work. They they come and they go, and you might get the next one. So you shouldn't keep score. That's yeah. not healthy. That's not how art works. Um, if if someone doesn't give you the opportunity the first time, make your own opportunities rather than yeah. than have that negative judge. You know, make you feel like as if. And that's because that's something that that's something that I think is um, you know a big thing in Detroit is that if this opportunity doesn't exist or, you know, you, you know, you feel like you're not getting out of this, what you want, like you can make your own thing. You can write your own show. You can put up your own deal. It's so it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you don't, I'm not saying you don't need these opportunities, but like sometimes you, you could, you, you have the opportunity and you have the resources to make your own thing. Um, which I think is what I think is so cool. Yeah, you, I like that the comment in there of uh, you don't need it, right? I, it's uh, I think that that's a, a great, definitely something. It's bad to need to to like feel the need, you know, like for for a, a to get an opportunity or to get to a destination or something. I think that that can be uh, that can quickly become toxic. Um, yeah. And again, you're you're more likely to get in your own way if you needs feel like you need something enough so uh -huh. um yeah just uh coming to terms with like like oh i don't need this i should be and, and and the and the the curve of it is endless right like and and whether you're gonna like do most of what you do at a theater or do things like on and off and take breaks and come back uh, or you're gonna start producing your own shows and writing uh more writing more than you act all of a sudden or you know whatever like it, it if you really love it it's gonna be a lifelong arc uh and yep. so don't be don't sweat <laughs> the things that are right in front of you mm -hmm. because it's gonna be you're gonna, you're gonna have a long journey <laughs> so gonna have, you're gonna have a real bad time yeah, <laughs> yeah. um, um and I, I think that I think that brings up another point that like we all care about this in different capacities. Yeah. So like you remember like when you were in high school and like you had like your thing or like your thing that you were involved in and like that seemed like it was everything. Mm -hmm. You had like no job, no responsibilities. Like sometimes you can get into a vacuum in, in this type of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and I think um, you know I've I've been very lucky to have a lot of opportunities where I just had a lot of like individual attention. Um, one of, uh, one of the first groups I was on out in Chicago at Loyola, they, um, was called BAM and it was basically like 10 seniors and then, you know, Heather and I, um, and so it was, it was, uh, it was such a cool opportunity because we got individualized feedback. We were playing, like we were playing, uh, cafes with no one in the audience and it was just the two of us, like our coach didn't even show up half the time. So it was just like, we were just like running amok, like doing these shows. Um, and I, and I loved it. Cause it was like that pressure was gone. So you could truly go up there and do whatever you wanted and be weird and, you know, be goofy and all that. So I just, I, I think that, um, you know, a, a lot of early moments definitely shape who you are as a performer. Yeah. I'm going to throw, I, sorry if you can hear the, uh, somebody sawing outside of my window. But, <laughs> so I apologize if you can hear that, but, uh, uh, I'm going to bring up like, I'm going to throw a curveball in here. Uh, and first of all, um, well, let me uh, pit stop it to say hi, Heather. 
Um, hey, Heather. And uh, she wants you to describe how big the stage was at the oh, cafe. How, how big was the stage of that cafe? It was, um, it was if you put down a couple of bricks and then laid a door down. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, so, Heather, and I, Heather and I had our Titanic. Oh, so we, we, we both could not fit on the door. So we just took turns going on this <laughs> janky stage at this cafe. Oh man! Okay, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna resist the urge to go down a whole uh, uh, bar prov uh, rabbit hole, but uh, but uh, yeah, that's 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 I, that's a, first of all a hilarious way to describe it <laughs> because it, like right. I feel like I've been to places that are literally just uh, you know a cafeteria table or like um, yeah like makeshift stages that might literally just be like doors laid down. Yeah. Um, plywood stages and stuff yeah. but uh anyway uh i want i'm i want to throw out yeah. like a pretty much like a reverse aha moment because it's something that like in what you were describing tom that like i i still don't really have a handle on this i don't know how to turn on and off uh uh pressure like good pressure and bad pressure um uh humble brag here um i feel like i'm a pretty good auditioner um for for improv stuff and what happens is or like when I play teacher's lounge, when, when like teachers are playing in front of like a bunch of students and stuff like that, I feel like right. uh, really good improv habits come out of me. Um, like, I, like I nail the basics, you know, I, I'm, I like demonstrate yeah, you you that I know yeah. how to improvise. But then there's times when like I'll be doing like house team shows and I'm like, I just am not giving it the same focus or doing the same things. And I don't know if I'm trying to be like too squirrely and like, you know, throw wrenches and curves in in for fun, or or if I'm just like, oh, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna play well, but I don't want to play contrived and by the book, yeah, what it is. But like, there's a certain kind of pressure that I think is positive that comes along with uh, something like an audition, where it brings uh, uh, quality basics out of me, and I can't manufacture that feeling for the life in me um, when I want it or need it uh, outside yeah. of that. Setting. <laughs> I, th I think it's a I think it's a similar pressure as to when you go a long time without a show. Like, oh yeah. Like it, yep. you know, obviously everyone's felt that through the pandemic and everything, but uh like we briefly discussed before, like with feeling like you need to be on or you need to like do this specific thing. I think that when you're like doing this five, six days a week, it's very easy to lose gas. But like I completely agree that certain opportunities are, are a different energy up there. Um, teachers lounge is like, I'm just worried that I'm going to do something that I told them like specifically like, Hey, like steer clear of that. Like, don't yeah. do that. Like, you know, there were a couple yeah. topics that I, I mentioned at the beginning of the term where I said like, Hey, like just steer clear of these don't ever talk about these. And so, um, of course <laughs> we're on stage and like, I end up like killing myself in front of everybody. And they're like, Hey, you said that. And I was like, and I was like, well, you know, that, uh, <laughs> So if it's you're like, really feeling it, it's okay. Yeah. So, so it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. All those, it's all those like it's all those moments where it's like it's so easy to like preach that, but then like once you're in it and like the storyline's leaning that way, like, oh, this this person's either gonna be murdered or something, and it's a and it's like, uh, here we go. Uh it's like you know, it's like you feel it, it's happening. Um yeah. but yeah, I, I completely agree. Different different opportunities are different, um, different energies for sure. But um, in your defense, when we're giving notes or those kind of advice, we can't also piggyback all the nuances or it might work. <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, yeah. Don't ever kill yourself on stage. 
unless this happens or yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, it's like of course this came up of course this is coming of up. course <laughs> somewhere i think there's a there's a quote from uh mick napier maybe in his more recent book or that i overheard him in some context say that like uh you really want to have like like dreadful anxiety while improvising write a book about improv <laughs> <laughs> that's fair the pressure the pressure to practice what you preach will drown you <laughs> um but yeah i don't know uh bob any any thoughts on like kind of flipping a switch to to play in a it's like it's i i, I wish that it was as easy for me to be like okay this show's got to be family friendly yeah um as it was as it was to be like okay this show i'm gonna do like that that like uh back to basics yes and yeah. but i just yeah. i can't flip the switch like that, I, I, for, think it, that. Um, I think it's one of those things that you you can discuss with your you know the people you're performing with mm -hmm. and then like i try and set like a personal goal for myself before i walk out there and then I also check in with who I'm playing with and say things like, what do we want to work on today? Do we want to do, do we want to focus on character? Do we want to focus on, you know, details, 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 do, you know, what, what, what do we want to, what do we want to do today? Um, you know, and then I, you know, give a personal goal for myself, just checking in, just like, Hey, like, don't sit in a chair for 22 minutes. Hey, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. Be a little more active, interact, interact with the room, like, you know, move, get around there, like, you know, um, you know, try this out. Yeah. So. I think a lot of the notes I give myself are more playful because I don't I don't want them to be serious. Like it's something as simple as like, oh, I like how uh, Tom does this. Can I do it, too? Like uh, when I was doing that, that show where uh, the with Wick, um, where I oh, yeah. play with someone new. Uh, that'd be the thing. Like I, I'm following your lead. I, I, I like how you play. I want to I want to see if I can do that style or you know, introduce some of your elements into to the way I play just to see, you know, what happens. It, it might work. It might not. I might make a as we say in the in the improv world, a, a floppy sloppy uh, <laughs> or not. You know, it might work. You know, so. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I completely agree. Um, and I think that, you know, we put so much pressure on about like having like these like perfect performances that. Yeah. We for like, we always focus in on the one thing. Like, have you ever had like a set in your mind that's like, like, wow, that set was so great, except for that one thirty-second scene. Let's pick it apart and talk about it at the bar until yeah. they tell us to go home. And it's like, wait, wait, wait. You had twenty-one minutes and thirty seconds of just like awesome content that the audience was on board with. You were connecting. You were, you know, you were ticking all the boxes, and then you had one, you know palate cleanser throwaway scene like who you know who gives a shit like just yeah. you know celebrate you know there's there's so much good happening versus what you think bad is happening because guess what like all those people in that audience <laughs> they're not thinking about that one 20 second scene like they you know they don't remember half of the stuff they saw in your set yeah yeah they'll remember they'll remember if like a chair broke or like the the, the curtain right. got stuck on your arm when you were walking out <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. That was fun. That's that's another like, um, hey, remember when you fell? I'm like, yep, sure do. <laughs> yep. Thank you. Yeah, that, that was me. I think about that all the time. <laughs> um uh, my my thing is usually getting two things mixed up that have nothing to do with each other. Like uh oh, was it last weekend? I got 
sisterhood of the traveling pants and uh the yeah yeah sisterhood mixed up i mean they both have sisterhood in it oh i might even be saying the title wrong right now i might be making my own floppy sloppy as we speak i don't know those are those are Uh, top three those are top three improv moments for me when you know people don't know what it is or you know they're not familiar with it but i love like we're, we're running an intro one right now like panel of experts and all that so it's like just hearing people talk about things like that's the only thing they know about. Um, one of my favorite moments from Diff was I was watching a, a team uh, out of Toronto and they were one of the headlining groups and we were watching them and they got out there and they said, uh, where's somewhere that a lot of people gather. And because we were in Metro Detroit, someone said the dream cruise. And so they're like dream cruise. Thank you. And so they started their The lights went down, the lights came back up and they were holding each other and they're like, look at us. We're finally taking the cruise of our dreams and the whole audience like erupted in laughter. And after the show, they were like, why did, why did that, why did that hit so hard? And I was like, Oh, that's like a, that's like a thing out here that like no one outside of this knows about. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I, uh, uh, I, 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 this is, uh, I'm, I'm spiraling because like now I'm thinking of like, of like things that I wish I had aha moments for, because, uh, like being able to use a suggestion, um, in that way, like, because right. I would love to repurpose. be able to, uh, yeah, th- th- like, uh, yeah, to repurpose, but not in, uh, in a way that's like, that's genuine, right? Like, what yeah. are you guys' yeah. thoughts on, on, like, if you know what it is, should you use it as what it is? Or, like, if it seems too obvious, you know, like, do you, are, are you more likely to um, repurpose it? Honestly, it, if it really depends on how often I've heard that suggestion too, like that—that's what. Like if if it's about to be Dream Cruise and I've been doing a lot of showdowns and everything is coming up Dream Cruise, this I might just, you know what, this one's for me. We're gonna do yeah. the 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 cruise of our dreams. Uh, yeah. Or or yeah. I'm gonna sit on Woodward and watch everybody's dreams go down the street and enjoy those. Like, ooh, here comes a nightmare. You know. Whatever. <laughs> I think uh, I think it keeps it fresh when you you know when you when you sort of play with that versus like taking it literally versus like I mean they didn't understand in that context but like right I think it's fun to just sort of switch it up just as a performer. Yeah, I agree. I think I think that um, yeah, I guess if, if it's de- definitely if it's something that I hear a lot, I'll look for a way to not rehash. You know, because yeah. yeah, that's that's more authentic to me. Yeah performing um but sometimes it'll be like lord of the rings and i'm like i don't want to do <laughs> what do i do with you yeah i don't want to do oh, lord of the rings Eagle <laughs> again for four minutes uh, yeah right <laughs> i think i think same goes for object work too like you know i always say i always say tell my i tell people in my class like first one to label it that's what it is you know like i remember yeah. a scene where um i think it was launch group um we walked out on stage and um someone went like this and like picked something off a shelf and like rubbed it on their shirt and uh and they were looking at it and i walked in and i said you know are you finding you know did you find a snow globe you like yet and uh they looked back at me like what are you doing right now and so like we rolled through it like we were in like a you know like a a christmas shop and we got backstage and they're like tom the suggestion was autumn like I was picking an apple, and so and so I was like, "Were you now?" I was like, "I I I didn't see it. I just <laughs> that was kind of big. I don't know." <laughs> I mean, I 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah I love that. Again, that goes, yeah. that goes back to like the intention thing. I, I, uh, yeah. I think that's really important to me maybe, and maybe we, let's, uh, see if we can get out a couple, like, as you're teaching, what are, what are some things that you almost always offer to a class? Um, especially if it's a, an early on one to be like, uh, you know, don't get hung up on this or, or whatever the advice might be. Uh, mine in this case would be this going back to this idea of like, yeah, whatever someone's in, intention is, wh no matter what side you're on, if, if you are on the side where, where you're receiving someone's intention, if you get it great. And, and I think until you build chemistry with each other, use it at face value. But if you don't get it, don't worry, like just do something, anything else, react to it, make your interpretation. Yeah. And then on the, on the person who has the idea, it's like, if you have an intention, great, offer it up and see what happens. But don't like, don't yeah. demand or get frustrated by the outcome if it's not what you are going for. Yeah. Um, no, and I, I think um, I, I always tell my students, I'm like, look, like this is the place to test stuff. This is the place to try stuff. Um, there's no audience here. Like this is where this is where we really just let it all hang out and just, you know, see what happens. Um, so, I mean, I. I know some of my classes probably get annoyed, but I always check in after most scenes and ask stuff like, you know, hey, you know, how was that for you? Or, how, you know, how'd you feel after that? And they're just like, why do you always ask us how we feel? And it's like, because a lot of times, like, you give yourself the feedback. A lot of times, like, <laughs> yeah. they can figure out, like, I'm like, yeah. hey, how'd you feel in that scene? Well, I feel like we didn't know who each other were and we didn't know where we were. And, you know, I wasn't really giving anything back. And I said, cool, those were all my notes. Um, anything else? Yeah. Great. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of those things where like, I, I think it's important to have, you know, especially in a classroom setting to have those open and honest conversations. You're not like attacking the other performer. You're, you're just, right. we're trying to identify these hurdles so we can make it easier for next time. So it's like, if we start a scene and someone's screaming at each other, say like, Hey, maybe we're both screaming about the same thing. We're already in agreement, and yeah. we can, we can, we can easily move forward from there. Um, so yeah, I, I just tell people, try, try, try. This is the place it's, it's not going to be perfect here. There's no grades and you know, yeah. Yeah. you know, you, you, yeah. you know, if you show up, you're going to pass, you're, you're going to move on. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold you back. <laughs> yeah. It's totally subjective, right? Like the only way to really, yeah. not the only way, but, but, um, and, and also it's not totally subjective. There are, are, are objective goals that you can set for yourself mm -hmm. and evaluate, but, but the the bottom line is, is that like there's no substitute for the time and experience um, of doing multiple scenes over and over again. That's that's part of the essential element of improv is that it's in the moment and one time only. So it's like you just got to do a bunch and and yeah. yeah, absolutely. Like just try things and um, you know you gain you gain a little a little piece from everything. But but like. Yeah, it's never going to be perfect and you're never going to solve it suddenly um, yeah. by doing the one scene that was like, there it is. Cool. I got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that, that's honestly. Yeah, I got improv. Uh, <laughs> I've been teaching a, a, an intro class and a lot of the, like it, it's been great because I've had to revisit like the basics and work with people who haven't had a lot of stage time. So the one thing I've been bringing up almost every class is um, stop being so polite and be specific. Uh, meaning like if you have a want, just say what you want rather than 
uh, being catty yeah. about it. That, that's something we do in everyday life, but it doesn't move the scene forward. So if you want something, yeah, tell the person what you want. If you don't like them, tell the person you don't like them and why. Give yourself that gift of having intent. Um, and 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 to follow up on that, if you're the person listening to the dialogue, if that person has intent, everything they're saying, uh, every word they're choosing is specific and has a specific pr- purpose, but you get to choose how it affects you. So mm-hmm. relationships are important. All these things are important. Uh, and if you listen, the scene will grow out of that because you're you replying to what they're saying and then them replying to what you're introducing um, rather than trying to pull something out of the air because that that's a lot harder, you know, just manufacturing. Because yeah. I've seen a lot of scenes in the last couple of weeks where, hey, mom, you know, can I borrow the, you know, can I borrow the car? Yeah, sure. Uh, just get gas. Oh my God! Here comes Frankenstein. Like, why? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why? why? Here? I love it, <laughs> yeah. and then they don't know what to do with it because, like, I yeah, uh, yeah. it's it, it doesn't really. It wasn't an adjacent choice. It's a big choice, and I, ma- I make sure, like, hey, you can make big choices, but now we have to kind of reset. Uh, yeah. So when you're comfortable with resetting that fast, which you'll get to, uh, cool. But right now, uh, you should probably let things grow a little more yeah i i mean i i also always tell students like look everything you have is right in, in front of you like like if, if you're not focusing on the person in front of you in relationship or you know helping paint this scene and make it work like i i refer to it as their 3d doritos moment where like it was like we're scrambling we don't know who each other are we don't know where we are we don't know what we're doing and it's like hey remember 3d doritos like you have something very specific, like reference level that you're just like throwing into there. And it's like, all right, now we're just grabbing things. Now we're just like, yeah. what about this haunted book? And it's like, okay, <laughs> well, what's going on? Like we still don't have the basic details out of the way. And so it's like, so it's a, it's a lot of like, everything you have is right in front of you. Like we don't need to keep like making more stuff. Um, Cause we're running out of room and, and, you know, on this tiny door stage. So <laughs> yeah, no, I like that. I think the other thing I have to keep on mentioning is uh, don't focus so much on the item or the object, you know, don't make the, the, the story about the object. Uh, Cause all you get is a list game. Uh, hey, yeah. Hey, you, you see my, my new house. Cool. Yeah. It's got, it's got a slide that goes right to the bathroom. Cool. And yeah, it, 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 it can transform to Optimus prime. All right. Cool. And yeah, yeah all, all the wardrobes go to Narnia. All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I think um, just specificity is, is huge. Um, but like whatever it is, just naming it. Like, uh, I, I mean, I know you're making a, a, a totally different point with the 3D Doritos thing, but. Um, uh, uh, Which are back, by the way. I've are seen, they? I've seen <laughs> them places. What are we doing here, guys? I finally manifested it. You're led with that, Tom. We talked about it for so many years. Now they're always at weird gas stations, not at like regular ones, but like like those ones where you've never heard the name or like. Yeah. 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 Do they do they come back or did someone hold on to them for a very long time? They're just loose in a bowl at the counter. Yeah. <laughs> you buy you buy Lucy's of them. 
Yeah. Oh, Lucy Dorito, that's my ska band. The, uh, the, kind, of, the kind of gas wow. station. In a like... pandemic, in a pandemic, loose Doritos. <laughs> um, yeah, people will be hoarding them. Um, yeah, but, but so uh, uh, my point about the object work is, or, or is just like when you have something in front of you that that needs naming, just name it. Um, yeah. And and uh, if you come up with 3D Doritos, great. Uh, if it's an apple, fine. If it's a snow globe, fine. Um, yeah. My uh, my go-to way of talking about this is uh, the chess comparison, um, which is a game that's been played for hundreds and hundreds of years. Um, and uh, people, the, the reason it's been played for that long and people still play it today is not because of how big of a kick people get out of the first couple of moves. Like, uh, you know, you just make, there's only so many moves you can make at the beginning of a chess game. It's really about what develops uh, from, from, you know, in the meat of it. Uh, so just like whatever you're going to do, do it. <laughs> yeah. Right. There's no, it's not, not like, oh man, Apple or snow globe or 3d Doritos. <laughs> oh, right. oh, a lot of options. A lot of good options. What's the funniest choice here, guys? Oh, come on brain. We go with haunted book. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Any other, uh, to like, uh, uh, teaching tips that like, you know, students would rarely leave a class with you without hearing. Um, you know, I, and this is repeated from someone else, but um, I had the opportunity to um, take Susan Messing's class. And um, there's just so many like, just good, like tips that just come out of her course. Um, one of them mm -hmm. was that she always told us like, listen, I have to be me all week. And if I get up there for 18 or 22 minutes, I can be who I can be whoever or whatever I want to be. And like that stuck with me since when did I start in 2006? Um, that stuck with me this entire time. Cause it was like, man, you only get so many minutes up there and you work so hard at this. Why, you know, why would you want to be boring me? Like, you know, at, you know, in traffic or at a restaurant, you know what I mean? Like you can be whatever the hell you want. Um, so I just, I, that was always a big takeaway for me. Well, as soon as you said that, I just had a flashback of every scene I've ever done with you. I'm like, Oh, it all makes sense now. Like Tom's ever Tom. Like that's awesome. That's, that's why. That's why note. I hosted one time at Go Comedy, and PJ said, "How was that?" And I said, "Terrible." And he goes, "Cool, you'll never do it again." And so I was like, "All right, thank you." And so I just, I don't know. I just, I hate. I just get up there and I just, I, I feel like I'm such a boring person in real life that I get up there and I'm just like, "What's up? You guys like, you guys like drinks?" I think we got cans of beer. Uh, and then it's just always like, just flat. Everyone, I just feel like everyone else is so good at hosting. And I get up there and I'm just like, cool, we have comedy here. Uh, and we're going to, it's going to happen soon. Yeah. And I'm the thing before the comedy. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like I do the opposite. Like, hey guys, uh, welcome to Go Comedy. Tonight we're doing long form. You might not know what long form is. Okay, so in the beginning, Viola was a bad kid. And he was, <laughs> yeah. The it, lights I, are going I, off. <laughs> I agree. It just it gives me so, such anxiety. I think it's and it's not for everybody. Not not everybody's good at it. And yeah. like I, I think I had found things that like you know work well enough, but like I just at a certain point realized how much anxiety it gives me to host uh, because it it is work for me to stay loose and yeah you know what i mean it's just, i yeah. i, I I'm, I'm right with you tom I, I would much rather take the time to 
like let loose and go, be really animated and uh, be a character. Um, it's too much responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Uh, but I, I it also what you said also reminds me of uh, this is not something that I um, say often enough in classes, but and I should make a point to say it uh, more is a tip from Jamie Moyer, um, who says, uh, you know, the audience doesn't come to see you in fucking neutral. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's right. Yeah. You, Which, know, you know, I think there's merit to like to like playing slow prov and close to self and, oh, yeah, and stuff. But I just I think yeah. that there is something to, to really consider about whether you're uh, understating or um, leaning into nuance in a way that's taking away from both yours and the audience's enjoyment. Uh, and I've been guilty of that before of like trying to play like too subtle that I'm not having fun and I don't think that I'm helping the rest yeah, of the right. show be fun. <laughs> well, I mean, even if you're playing subtle, you still have to project energy out, right? You have to care. You have to show like, again, it, it's kind of, to me, like playing subtle is also, it's akin to like a stage whisper. Like mm -hmm. it's not the same as actually being subtle. You know, you, it's not and a stage whisper. is not an actual whisper. Um, it's yeah, it, it's, it's a storytelling technique we do, uh, or acting technique. So yeah, to to to, to help the story go along, uh, rather than you know just hey I showed up that should be good enough. Yeah, you guys. I, I also think that around me. I also think that what happens to you, like you know, the, when we talk about dreams, like what happens to you during your day, that's what you dream about. I think what happens to you, like during that day before a set like dramatically affects how you perform. Cause it's like, if you've had a terrible day at work or like, you know, you've just like been through it and you get there and everyone's like, Hey, you know, got your back. What do you want to work on? I'm like, I don't know. And so like, sometimes <laughs> it's like you've just been like defeated all day and like you have to just turn it on. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's also one of those things like what, what sort of drives me is that like, we don't know any of these people in the audience. So like, right. You can if you can turn around someone else's day, even though you're having a rough day. I think that's a win. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if it's like, yeah. hey, it's you know it's Friday night, everyone's had a long week. Like, let's just you know have fun and enjoy it. Like, can't can't change what happened. So just power through. So. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's something that I've been coming to terms with more and more is um, just the idea that the audience's perspective because I, I i've just always been like you know super absorbed into improv and and like you know like sometimes to a fault and and i've never really kept like a, a real or, or like not often have i kept a um a, a day job or or like you know the regular work week hours and so i think there's a there's a missing perspective for me of like what it's like to be like we got friday night plans and we're going to see a show because i'm used to being you know, uh, taking yeah. the classes and doing the shows and working all weird hours where I forget that, you know, what day that weekend even is. Uh, yeah. But like there, there is something to keep in mind when you're doing shows that people are, are coming to see um, a, a paid ticket that you're getting paid for. Like um, turn it on, like like give give people yeah. um, a good time, like like be energetic, you know? Yeah, I think that I was thinking about. Oh, oh go, go ahead. ahead. I always think of really quick. I always think about that moment that someone in the house bought the tickets and then made the announcement. Because to them, that's a big deal. Like, hey, I got tickets to a comedy show. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. 
it must have went over well because they showed up. So yeah. you, you got to cater to those people. Yeah. yeah. What were you going to say, Tom? Oh, I was going to say, I, you know, in, a, in addition to just like getting up there and like powering through it, I feel like, you know, a lot of times, you know, regardless if you work a regular nine to five job, I think it's just so important to just like constantly just like go out and do things. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like you get yeah. so much from like just hanging out at a coffee shop or like, you know, I, I'm looking at like the way people carry themselves or the way people like present in a meeting or how someone orders at McDonald's or, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. there's just so there's, there's so much out there you can just pull from for inspiration, but a lot of times it's very easy to get consumed in all this. And it's like, you spend five, six days doing this and focusing on it and writing and, you know, it's like a lot of your disposable time is spent on this, but it's important to have, you know, it's important to have those moments where you're like, you know, I just, I need to go see a movie. I need to know what this is, or I need to watch mm -hmm. this documentary or I need yeah, to be up. Yeah. You know, I'm sort of like, so glad that like the whole, we're not going to see any like sketch shows about Tiger King or like, you know, there's, <laughs> certain, there's certain things that like seep into improv where I'm like, Oh no. Oh no. We don't want it. We don't want it. We don't need it. <laughs> And so, no. so, like, pop culture phenomenons, I'm like, oh, here we go. Stop Some, bringing up the wall. I don't have anything gonna to happen with this. <laughs> Someone's going to do something with this. Here we go. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> you have to know what it is, but you also, like, yeah. not, you, know, you can't escape some of these things. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, Bob, um, uh, that the, the stage whisper comment uh, gave me my latest aha moment. Um which oh. is, well, it's it's just such a such a, 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 a nice succinct analogy for what you need to put on as a performer when you like even if you're gonna play co close to self, um, or subtle and nuanced and and you know do slice of life. It's it's like it's like yeah, but it's still a stage whisper. Like you're still doing it on stage. Yeah. So it has to have something that 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 acknowledges and and gives it that. And so like play play like a stage whisper, even when you're playing close to self is a great. Play like a sweet stage whisper. Yeah, let's get some shirts. That, that's a good one. <laughs> T-shirts made. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Thanks so so much for joining for the for the conversation, Tom. I think yeah, it's such man. a great topic. Uh, were there any other uh, aha moments or uh, uh, go to tidbits that we left behind on on your list? Oh man, um, I, I you know I I wrote down a couple. Um, Given to me, rattle them off. Da, 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 um, a conversation you and I had a while back, you don't have to say yes to everything. Right, um, yeah. Opportunity wise, like you're, you're still part of this community. You're still, you know, you're still an active member. Uh, it's one of those mm -hmm. things like there's, there's so much pressure where it's like, I have to do all these things. I have to be involved in everything. And it's okay yeah. to, to just focus on one or two things and do that thing. Well, mm -hmm. everyone doesn't have to do everything. Uh, yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, another another aha moment for me was um, one year we went to nine different festivals across the U.S. and um, it's it's such a grounding moment because you you know you 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 become such a like a person that's like just performing all the time and like you're you're known in your own pocket of the community and mm -hmm. then you go to these cities where people have no idea who you are mm -hmm. and like you yeah. it's, it goes back to that discussion about pressure I think that it adds a whole new type of pressure where it's like, these people have no idea who I am. So I can, I can truly either like scare the shit out of them or like, you know, I can, I could try new things. Cause guess what? Like it's over in 22 minutes. So 
you mostly so you mostly thrive on that. Does that does, does that ever? Yeah, it's, it's sort of yeah. a you know, um, that's you know that's why I sort of loved uh, loved playing at Pointless so much was that it was just people were out to just have a couple beers and watch a show, and it wasn't they didn't overthink it. They weren't trying to pick apart where you were doing. They were just there for a good time, and it you know you could truly like be weird and just let it rip. Yeah, I think that that's great advice too. Is is just like go go play somewhere where people don't know you. Like the the deeper you get into improv, and, and especially the, the more ingrained you get at a particular theater or community, like it's just good. Whether whether it's because you thrive on it or because you need a reality check, <laughs> like it's yeah, uh, right. it's good to just go like okay, let's let's go somewhere I don't know and, and see what I learn from about uh, you know a, a clean slate me uh, in front of a new audience. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Anything else? Uh, I think that, I think that was it. I'm panicking. I had a lot written down and it's all like blurred together right now. So, <laughs> well, we covered a lot of ground. I, I, there was yeah. a lot of really great stuff in there. Yeah. So. yeah. No, I yeah. appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining. Uh, yeah. It's been a really great talk. Great to catch up with you. Um, is Good there anything you want to plug in the, in the world right now? Um, before we let you go, uh, next, um, Next April, um, we are uh, Maggie and I wrote a show called Listed, which uh, opens up at the Planet Ant at the end of uh, November, or excuse me, the end of April. Um, so we'll be up and running with that. We were in Tech Week the week before the pandemic hit, and they pushed us out a weekend, then they pushed us two weeks, and then they said we don't know what's going on right now. And now I've got all these props. We're in too deep. We, we got it. It needs it. Someone needs to. Someone needs to see this. We we yeah. we yeah. um we had a blast working on it, and uh, I'm I'm excited for it to uh for it to happen. What's the uh What's the uh, short description of it? Uh, you know, we haven't written that yet. Uh, the whole show is written, <laughs> and, and musical cues and everything is that. But um, we play. Um, we wrote this show before I got into real estate, and. Okay. Uh, we just sort of thought it'd be funny if real estate agents had to be like agents, <laughs> like um, like secret like agents. Secret agents? So, okay, yeah. <laughs> so um, it was just one of those like goofy bit ideas, and we were just like, you know what? Let's stretch this out and see what happens. So um, uh, we're both very proud of it, and uh, um, yeah, so looking forward awesome. to that. Yeah. Awesome. Well. Um, yeah, we'll have to include uh, any links to that. Uh, I don't know if it's already listed on uh, Planet Ant's calendar or, uh, you know, when tickets go on yeah. sale. But let us let us know. We'll make sure it gets yeah. uh, included in the description. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Uh, right. Thanks again, Tom. Really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks again. Have a good and one, bud. For, See ya. Yeah, and, and for our yeah, <laughs> well, I, I've 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 uh, I've said goodbye too early. Well, because uh, I, I suppose really the closing is uh, for our audience. Uh, th thanks for joining. Thanks to Heather and Pam uh, and our anonymous user uh, who asked about imposter syndrome. Uh, we really appreciate you uh, engaging and participating. It always makes the conversation uh, that much more interesting and fun. Mm -hmm. um, remember that we are a podcast uh, that you can find anywhere. You listen to podcasts uh, and to check out the improvnetwork.org. I should really do that spiel and then say, Tom, as our guest, thank you so much for joining. This has been a great conversation. No, close. keep keep shutting it down in different ways. Yeah, we don't want it to end, Tom. That's why we, we don't, don't have a <laughs> Let me show you the door. <laughs>
<laughs> you, don't, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here, okay? <laughs> just do the slow fade into black, and yeah. we don't even acknowledge that we're, we're, we're turning it off. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. We'll catch you next time on the Improv right, Network podcast. Bye.